would you just say? How many times can we start a podcast? I don't know. How many times can we start a podcast? You think that this is going to be the intro now? It is the intro now. Why do you get to decide when it's the intro? Because, you know, the hardest part of Bots, Bots, Bots is the intro. But why is it that whenever I talk about having seedy bread and gappy teeth, that's not the intro, but then this is? You're just- <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I'm bringing it back. You can't get rid of it. I'll decide what the intro is. <laughs> I can't handle it today. <laughs> I've won this round. Hi, welcome to Bots, Bots, Bots. Tegan has seeds in her teeth. <laughs> welcome to Bots, Bots, Bots. I just ate a really yummy sandwich and now I've got seeds in my teeth. Yeah, this is our... What episode is this? Are we at 18? I think we're at 18. Oh boy, we're up there. We're nearing 20. We don't know where we are. I'm not... Actually, maybe this is 19. That's wild. (laughs) Look, I've lost all track. I have no idea anymore. We're spiraling out of control. (laughs) (laughs) But we've got AMAs. Yeah, we've got AMAs and we've got flight cards to talk about. So let's get cracking. We're going to get cracking. All right. AMAs. Uh, Did we... We had some stuff in the pits. Yeah, you got a word wrong. Oh, uh, well, sort of. I wasn't that far away. Behest does not mean what you said it meant. All right, look, let me look up the definition right now. Okay, behest is a person's order or command. So at your own behest, I'm sorry, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Tegan, how are we going to get to the pits? Th- no. Yeah. No. How are we traveling to the pits? We've already traveled. We just... We just materialized into the pits this time. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the audience might have missed that, so I'll just play the sound back now. The materialization <laughs> doesn't make any noise, Spike. Oh, it does. They <laughs> always do. Here it is. <laughs> oh, wow. We're in the pits now. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, okay. So we're here in the pits. And <laughs> we, just, we just teleported here. And uh, now I'm here to tell you that behest is... A person's order or command. And furthermore, I feel like I've been wrong several weeks in that car size battle bots has existed and it's just monster trucks. Yeah, monster trucks has been around since the 70s and that is... That's car size battle bots. That's car size battle bots. It's just they roll over the top of each other. It's just like at what point are they going to link up and the monster trucks are going to have vertical spinners. I would love that. I'm, I think it's an extreme danger to the drivers. Yeah, I want a monster truck that has an undercutter on it somehow. Monster trucks are extreme. I cannot believe that that's the thing people do and there are humans inside of them. When I was growing up, I remember going to see monster trucks like almost every Sunday. What? Yeah, one of my dad's good friends had like Hold a- up. That's how you got so cool. <laughs> One of my dad's, like, really good high school friends, because my parents are quite young. They had me when they were quite young. So, like, all of their friends were their high school friends, because they were, like, 20. Aww. Um, So, yeah, one of dad's mates had, like, a drag car that he'd done up. Right. And, like, it was, like, a car... I was really young. I was, like, four, so I'm trying so hard to remember. But it's, like, it was a car, and he'd done it up, and it was, like... A drag car, or it was, like, custom-made just to do burnouts. Like, just to do sick burnouts 
and like the longest burnouts. Oh yeah, that is a thing. I feel like that's a big thing in Australia more yeah, than like, maybe other. I mean, I'm sure it is in other places, but yeah, just to like burn rubber. Yeah, like I just remember, and then there was like always monster trucks. It was like the motorway out at like, I think it was like out near Hexham Way from memory. I don't know. I was four, but I just remember like going to see monster trucks. All the time growing up. Oh, jealous. I've never been to see monster trucks once in my life. What? I Not know. once you've seen a monster truck. I've never seen a monster truck. This is why I wasn't thinking of it when I was asking for car-sized BattleBots. And then it dawned on me last week that it does exist and it's just monster trucks and it's been around longer. Yeah, so we need to get you to go see some monster trucks. I think the Newcastle show is coming soon. Maybe they'll have some monster trucks. Okay. Well, that's exciting. I hope so. We will figure out a way to let you see some monster truck spike. You need to see that before you perish. The real question is how when is Hypershock gonna do a burnout? Like Oh, I'm sure that they can and do outside of the battle box. Do you think honestly. I think you need brakes to do a burnout. I think you can break in those car in No, there's no no brakes on any on any battle so box how do that they I know stop? of. They just sort of come to a stop. They hit the other robot or the wall. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. But I feel like they've got to have brakes. No, I don't think they have brakes. Unless they just go backwards. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's a question. Write us in. How do the battle bots come to a stop? Do they just keep rolling? Or, or maybe it's kind of like... They do not just keep rolling. They get up to like... They drive at like crazy speeds. They don't just like okay, yep, and then we'll stop and inertia will just let I, us go on. I think it's that I think it's that while you're not driving the motors, there is resistance in the motors and that slows the wheels. Oh, actually, and no, also, that's probably it's a heavy robot. I think I it's going to yeah, stop. But, uh, yeah, Hypershock's got to do burnouts. Yeah. Well, I want to see a drag race between Hypershock and yeah, Claw Viper. Claw Viper. Claw Viper would win, but <laughs> I feel like I feel like honestly though, I feel like it would be super weird because they don't make any noise when they drive. Yeah. So it would have to be like everyone would have to turn into Ice Wave and be gasoline powered so you can hear a rev before a drag race because otherwise it's just not a drag race. Otherwise you're just watching toy cars go down the street and you can <laughs> hear it and you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting as like a they, sh- they should do sort of an offshoot competition while they film BattleBots next year. They should do, like, fastest bot, and they should put them all on a strip. You could set up your bot, put all of your power into the drive. Yeah, you don't need a weapon. You don't need a weapon, and see how fast you can really make your bot go. I would love to see that. That would be good. I would love to see that, too. Mm, who would? Who do you think would win? Free shipping. Who are you going for? Free shipping. <laughs> Gary Jin can drive. Yeah, I mean... They probably, they probably need a little race course, to be honest. No, I'm a big fan of just straight-up drag race. Yeah. And then they can have the little parachutes come out the back to slow them down. Oh, that'd oh, be cute. Wouldn't that be just adorable? All right, we're, we're, we've been <laughs> in the pot. It's way too long. Let's teleport out of here. Here we go. Uh, yep, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. Um, all right, AMAs. Shall I go first? Um, maybe I should go first. Okay, you can go first. Okay, can I use your phone to go first? Oh, you can use my phone to go first. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, my AMA that I looked up, number one. Yes. Was Axolotl. New team. New team on the block. New team on the block. The high school kids. Well, 
let me tell you a little something about these kids. Yeah, tell me. Not actually all went to high school together. Oh. They all met on a Discord server. Oh, nice. That's that's where all good <laughs> deals are done. So I learned that through the AMA. <laughs> um, yeah, not... And I don't think they are high school students either. Okay. I don't think they are anymore. I don't know where I got that from. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have thought the same thing because that was part of the question and answer situation. Yeah, and maybe the show presented that slightly wrong. Yeah, I feel like some of them went to high school together. Some of them have built bots in the past together. Then they all just met up on a Discord server and were like, oh, let's all build this robot together. Nice. Yeah, so I can appreciate that. And then someone was asking, seeing as you came in without any experience, what bots were your main influence behind the design? And they were saying they went for like a Sawblaze, Black Dragon, Witch Doctor hybrid kind of situation. The dustpan, two dual weapons was something that they had in mind for the very first concept sketches. Okay, yeah. They do kind of, I can kind of see Black Dragon in them. Yeah, I can see Black Dragon in them. I can see with their like low spread out forks, I can see that dustpan from Sawblaze coming through. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone was asking... What inspired you to call the robot Axolotl? Yes, I, I wonder what. So, they decided to be pink. Right. Before anything else. <laughs> I like that these boys have come together and decided pink is the colour for us. Underrepresented colour they felt in BattleBots. Yeah. So, they were like, we will be pink. Not wrong. Yeah. And they needed a fun pink mascot. Flamingo was taken... And Birds of Paradise were a bit too exotic for their taste. Okay. Leo said it. Leo, I must assume, must be part of the team. Sorry that I I don't know all of your names. That's all right. Um, And Axel, they remembered that axolotls existed. And then they had to really, someone had to explain what an axolotl was. Yeah. To one of the other team members. I think 50% of the conversations you have about axolotls in life you're either being explained what an axolotl is or explaining to someone else what an axolotl is. They're just cool amphibians. Yeah, they're the yeah. coolest amphibians. I mean, frogs are pretty cool, oh. but they're, got, they're, they're the cutest amphibians. They are the cutest amphibians. We'll give them that. Um, someone drew up a logo and um, their mascot, Pinky, came to life. Oh, Pinky. Yeah, Pinky. Um, axolotl stuck and then here we are today. Some people even say we look like a miniature two-headed death flamingo. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up later. Yeah, I I was lost at that sentence. But but yeah, they just were like, we're going to be pink. We're going to... Now we need to figure out what is pink. And someone remembered the axolotls existed. Um, I'm with you. And here we are. I love it. Um, so we just looked up what a two-headed death flamingo is. It is a absurdly good battle bot <laughs> uh yeah i'll need to see this on the television it's very wide it's extremely wide that is built for huge already <laughs> it's, it sort of is although i think it might die to huge yeah anyway so that explains that confusing sentence and then someone asked how did it feel to be defeated by an amphibian that doesn't stop as a larva and then someone said it hurts inside it's pretty fair yeah. And then another team member said, we know the weapon works and that's all that matters. <laughs> yes. So, that's a great hit. Yeah. Someone also asked Axolotl what was one of their best stories from the pits. Oh, yeah. 
Jonathan was playing Rocket League on his laptop in our pit while our driver was being interviewed right next to him. Right. He didn't know what happened until after the crew left and we told him. So I'm sure if we watch close enough, there's going to be someone playing Rocket League and Axolotl's (laughs) pit. Look, I hear it's free to play these days, so, you know. Cross-platform. Get on that. Um, Someone said that on their page says something about stubbing a toe if axolotl runs into you is that from experience (laughs) they wrote i don't think anyone got their toe stubbed but i got stabbed in the side of the side of the leg oh no before the rotator fight because we had forgotten to make safety covers for it ah see this is why you have the safety covers (laughs) yeah so they forgot to cover their plow in the heat of things. There was kind of just a hole in my leg for a while after that, and there's still a scar there. It was painful. Yeah, danger. You gotta you gotta cover the sharp bits. And then one of their other team members said, "Don't know about stubbing toes, but they got a wheel hub ca- cut on their arm. They had a scar on it for quite some time." No, oh, no. So these this, boys are in the wars. These boys are in the wars. That's all I have on Axolotl. If I'm you're sh- a Band-Aid supplier and you want to sponsor a BattleBots team, I've got the perfect team for you. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. Imagine if you could be sponsored by St. John the Cross or something. That's not what you want. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't lend itself to your reputation. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I have got an AMA for you, Tegan. My first one that I will present is War Easy. And yeah, so War Easy's team is Jonathan, the dad, and Dylan, the son. Yes. Impeccable team. Somebody asked, how fast is the weapon? How heavy is it? It is two inches thick, 22 inches long, and weighs 40 pounds, and it's S7. Oh yeah, and he does not know how fast it is. Oh, <laughs> so, so that's a non-answer for you there, but um, yeah, there's some facts on the weapon. Dylan was asked, what did you enjoy most about taking part in BattleBots? He said, I'd say being able to actually work on a robot like the ones I've seen on TV for years. That's That's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. They were asked, can you describe your unaired loss to Slammo? I was so happy to get some details on this. They said, that was a fun fight. Wish that one would have aired. There was a lot more driving involved, unlike the fusion match. We don't fully remember how it all went down, but we remember the front of both robots going head-on and neither getting under each other. And we got a good hit on their side. Soon after, Craig did get under us and we got flipped. (laughs) Damn. It's always getting flipped. Yeah, especially if you're going to fight Slamo. Yeah. You're going to get flipped. Yeah. But that sounds like a good fight. I hope to see that on YouTube later. Yeah, I do too. I really wish that they'd air some of these fights. Somebody asked, is it nice having your son on the team? Is he learning anything interesting about BattleBots? And they replied, it's great for us to share this experience. He was very busy over there between working on the robot, testing it, and still doing his schoolwork on a laptop every day in the pits. There was a few times he literally had the laptop open in his hands right before we walked through the tunnel. He will sit on. He will sit it on the floor and get it after the match. <laughs> that's a lot. Kids that's, these days, they're working hard. Hectic, honestly. Imagine being a BattleBots and having to do your schoolwork. <laughs> and then because it's a pandemic, everyone's getting taught from school, so you can't just be like from I've, home. I mean, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, sorry. Not from school. They're not getting taught from school at all. They're getting taught at home. So you can't literally just be like, I just need a week off school so I can go do this. They're like, oh, no, you just can take a laptop. Yeah, no, no. You have a laptop. You have a phone. You have a laptop. You can do schoolwork. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let I'm... them enjoy the experience of BattleBots. It's only a week. Uh, somebody asked, what is the inspiration for the robot's design? And Jonathan replied, we wanted a large killer remote control car feel, which you've achieved. Well done. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's perfect. We wanted to make sure it looked kind of flashy and pretty for the camera. Didn't want a tank spray painted boxy machine with hidden wheels. We wanted to have fun and entertain. And I think you killed that. You've smashed that out of the park. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm really mad that we don't get to see more fights from them, honestly. They, I like this team. Uh, somebody asked, are you planning on competing next year? And if so, what improvements are you planning? Most definitely. We learned so much and made some amazing friends. We learned a lot about different materials, thicknesses, and where to use them best. I feel like that would be one of the hardest parts. Yeah. Is like the fine details of like, you know, should I have half an inch or an inch here? Yeah. You know, like how much do I need? And that's probably all experience. That's pretty cool though. Like that's a lot of, that's good things to learn. Yeah. Somebody also asked about that other unaired fight with Axolotl. They said, we were having issues with the robot putting itself into failsafe from a wiring issue at the receiver battery. The robot stopped a few times and sat there motionless for a sec or two, which slowed the momentum of the fight. A fight without super consistent momentum might lose interest for the viewers. We got some good hits on Axolotl and was able to launch a wheel across the arena into the glass where we were standing. That hit the glass so hard it scared the crap out of Dylan. Makes you appreciate how much power these machines have. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. That sounds like it would have been a cool fight to air. Yeah, I guess, you know, if the robot's stopping, it's not what people want to see, but... um. No, but at the same time... No one wants to see a giant robot get pushed into a corner. Yeah, I think Jonathan Schultz of Team Huge actually replied there and said from where he was standing, it was a great fight and he can't wait to see it on YouTube later. Yeah, I want to watch it. Yeah, it will be good. Uh, Was war really easy? Easier than you think, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where did the name come from? And this was interesting. Um, their last name is Juarez, like J-U-A-R-E-Z. So, yeah, you know, like Juarez, War Easy. Yeah, right. Did you say J? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, cool. That's yeah. fine. What tires do you run? These are racing go-kart tires, specifically rain tires made by Vega. So, yes. they're a literal go-kart. This is what I'm about. Yeah, that's what I'm about too. And somebody asked, finally, the robot seemed quite fast. What was it? What is its top speed? That's a great question. I'm not sure. Check back on our Instagram in a week or two and we will race it against a car. And we will find out from the car's speedometer. So, yeah, if, you know, I'll leave a link to War Easy's Instagram page and, yeah, follow along there and we can find out how quick it is. Yeah, that sounds great. What the hell? I can't believe they're going to race against a car. That's what I want. More, yeah. more of this content. Yeah, that's right. We sort of predicted that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. All right. I also covered Rotator. I don't have a lot here because it's kind of lots of repeated questions in the AMA. But yeah, of course. That's all right. Tell us what you got. Someone asked, are you ever going to run the dual spinner configuration again? Mm, good question. Do you even have the ability to, config- to reconfigure the robot that way with the current design? 
Yeah, I kind of wondered this too. I feel like we might never see that. But yeah, do tell. So he said, it would be cool, but my brain says no. This is all Victor Soto, by the way. Of course. Um, We have the ability to run two blades opposite and same sides. Same sided this year. But we may get spanked if we tried against most robots since the competition is so tough. So sounds like I don't think... And reading some of the other questions, answers to the same question, it kind of just got more and more bleakly, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was always kind of surprised at the, the two blades. I mean, that was kind of Rotator's fun gimmick. When I mean, that's they, why they're called Rotator. Yeah, because I guess they spin it, They can spin around and hit you from every side. Yeah. And there's lots of rotating going on. Now it's just Fusion's game. Someone wrote, congratulations on an epic year so far. What type of robot is the toughest for you to fight and which is the easiest? They wrote, thank you. Most robots are tough, but an easy win would be against a new bot that self-destructs with minimal effort. To which Axolotl replied with a sad face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's ruthless. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, that's... Harsh, but true, I suppose. Victor Soto leaves no witnesses. No. <laughs> and then someone asked them, do you have a favorite material when building robots? Are there any rematches you'd like to have just to prove we're much better than that now? Their favorite material has been 6A1-4V titanium. Yeah, right. So we all are very aware of what that is. We're all super familiar with 6A1-something titanium. 4V titanium (laughs) spike. You should know that. (laughs) Yeah, it just slipped my mind. Yeah, no, it's the most popular titanium there is because it's so light and so strong. So I can't believe you wouldn't remember that because of those two characteristics of titanium. (laughs) That's right. I imagine that's what their armor is maybe made out of, or the frame, possibly. I reckon maybe that wedge. Maybe the wedge or maybe the frame. Yeah. Seems like a good material to make a frame out of. They give off, they don't give, do they or do they not give off sparks? I forget. Titanium is very bright sparks often. Yeah. And I haven't seen that, so I don't think it will be on the outside. Yeah, okay. And then they said, as for rematches, I think Witch Doctor or Bite Force would serve as a good scale to measure ourselves against, since both knocked us out in the past. Okay, so, yeah. I would like to see those rematches. I mean, everyone wants the rematch with Bite Force, right? Yeah. Um, and then someone also asked, same person asked, but in a, in a different paragraph. Um, starting in the ABC Season 2, to now have participated in three discovery seasons is there anything you're glad was left behind from the abc phase um i.e one fight and you're done sort of thing and he said you pretty much answered the answered the last one no one likes single elimination it doesn't give you a chance to really prove yourself yeah which i agree i'm loving this new yeah the the format is good the way it is at the moment it's you know everyone gets a nice showing and you get to have some fun no matter what exactly all we would want to do is watch robots fight. When the ABC era came back in 2015, like, I was just so stoked to see BattleBots back and, like, new season. But there was, you know, there was room for improvement. Absolutely. But having having not seen it in so many years, I, w- I would just take what I could get. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to get what you can. Yeah. Um, someone asked, can the robots you build do surgery on a grape? <laughs> I very doubt that. He said, nah, that's another company. Our robot, 
our work robot is meant to cut bone, not soft tissue. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> no, but I was like, Victor Soda. <laughs> I thought it was meant to destroy robots, no, but what was Rotator really built for? Meant to cut bone. Oh, no. Yeah, so watch out, everyone. It's legs. If you're in a surgery and they're about to put you out and you see Victor Soto walk into the room, you need to bat away the mask. Yeah, you need to leave immediately. (laughs) You need to to get up off the table. (laughs) Run away from that hospital. Run away from that hospital. (laughs) And then one last question that someone asked was, where can I get one of those rotator flag stick things? So, you know, the things that they walk out with every single time and they're spinning them around and they say rotator and lights. They wrote the POV spinners, so I assume... Point of view. Point of view spinners were made with household materials by one of his teammates. Oh, nice. So, that's really cool, and now I feel bad for... Well, I don't know about you, Tegan, but I don't have LEDs as a household material. (laughs) Yeah, but we don't build robots. Yeah, I I guess they are a household material if you do build robots. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe this teammate has a job of sorts. Yeah. Where Possibly. he uses LEDs, or he makes those belt those um, belt buckles that used to have the LED strips. That were, now, why don't they have those? those? Honestly, if Rotator just, I would get down on that gimmick if they just sort of went the whole nine yards with it and had like LED belt buckles, LED glasses, LED shirts. Oh, you can get LED shirts, so oh, I don't know, I know why they don't. Yeah. I'm- you know, next year, more LEDs, please. But also, at the same time, I'm like, I want Rotator to tone it down. <laughs> well, look, I'll tell you who's not toning it down anytime soon is HUGE! And they had a, gave a great AMA. Alright, I'm excited to hear And it. I've got it here for you. So, the team members of HUGE, not all of them, I think, but the ones in this Ask Me Anything, were Jonathan Schultz, who's the team captain, driver, designer, Peter Lombardo... Uh, designer, electronics master, uh, Don Doffler, who, I'm sorry if I've murdered your name, is the designer, pit crew, spaghetti tamer, and meme master. Excellent. A spaghetti tamer, by the way, is someone that tames all of the wires inside of the robot. Oh, okay. I was definitely just picturing him to be like the cook. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> makes you're like, spaghetti I'm for the boys. somewhat of a spaghetti tamer myself. <laughs> yeah. I am. Uh, also, we have here uh, Garrett Santolin, a designer, pit crew, make it happen person, zip tie specialist, and Maddie Thuma, pit crew, graphic design, creator of the eyes and stickers, and repository of SpongeBob references. Um, Maddie, I just need to personally tell you that the best graphic design I've ever seen is those huge eyes. Yeah, they they really nailed it. But I don't know if you know, but you should look up a clothing brand from Australia that used to be very popular when Spike oh. and I were young, called Bad Boy. When we first saw Huge, all we could see was the Bad Boy eyes. It is just the Bad Boy eyes. It's the, kind of their logo, and yeah, it's very close to Huge. Maybe she knows, you know? We should. But if you do know, you need to not say, because lawsuits. <laughs> we should go to Target and see if we can find any Bad Boy clothes do they still make them i don't know or maybe we could just try and find some online and we can make our own bootleg huge yeah we're gonna make some bootleg huge merch (laughs) from old bad boy clothes (laughs) that'd be great all right let's see so ray billings asked (laughs) if you ever face tombstone would you spin down or up asking for a friend and all (laughs) 
one way to get inside tell. <laughs> right. I really, I really hope that doesn't mean they haven't fought this season because I am waiting for that fight. Garrett replied, I think we'd be spinning sideways a lot. <laughs> and Jason replied, depends. <laughs> depends on what? I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I was thinking about that fight and like which bar Tombstone might bring. I'm inclined to believe that they would bring that Ray would put on quite quite a light bar that would spin quite fast because I think the speed would really help him chew through those wheels. Yeah, and I like to think I really like to think that he'd get them up in the air and then hope to knock off those end poles that keep them from landing on top of their wheels. Ooh, that would be interesting. I'm sure Ray would love to destroy those. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody asked how much damage did Kraken's flamethrower do? That's a good question. I'd want to know that too. Do you have the answer, Spike? <laughs> they replied, The most recent post on Kraken's Facebook page shows that the belts were toasted and an array of other damage as well. Luckily, the internals seemed unscathed. So I went and had a look and yeah, those belts look pretty melted. I think if that had gone on much longer, it would have been done. Hectic. So Kraken got really close to taking huge out. Yeah. Thank the Lord for that you have to let go after a certain amount of time. Yeah, thank gosh. <laughs> Somebody asked, how thin can you make the wheels before they're not too floppy and the support weight of the bot support the weight of the bot reliably? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, so they could be three quarters of an inch is the thinnest we've made the wheels, and I wouldn't want to go any thinner than that. Right. Which, yeah, I mean, they're pretty thin already. I wonder how much they weigh. Three quarters of an inch? That's tiny. It is tiny, isn't it? Is there any part of the bot that you'd like to talk about more, but we haven't we haven't asked the right questions? I want to know about it. This was the most interesting question for me. Not a bad way to go about it, honestly. Yeah. Jonathan answered, My favorite part of Huge is by far Old Leggy. One of the legs on Huge has been in every single Huge fight since 2018. Leggy survived both Ice Wave and Son of Waiachi. Whoa! So, next time you look at Huge, see which leg is the most beat up. That's old Leggy. That's the one that Ray's going to go for now. That's the one that Ray wants. <laughs> I love that, though. I, I do love that. Every single fight, old Leggy. Old Leggy going strong. <laughs> It'll on. never die. Good on you, old Leggy. <laughs> Uh, were there any changes to Huge this year? That was a commonly asked question. And Jonathan said, Many, Huge is fully brushless now, has more batteries on board, and adds lots of little improvements to make it more reliable and more serviceable. Garrett added, We changed up the frame a bit to make it stronger and lighter. We changed how we mounted the wheels. Don also mentions the brushless change, but also added some other mysterious changes that have not yet been shown. So... Speculate wildly on that point. Okay, so they can now detach the wheels in some fashion and use them to fly. <laughs> that is what I'm gunning from this. Yeah. yeah, they are now hoverbot. My dreams have come true. <laughs> <laughs> if any bot was going to hover, surely be huge. <laughs> uh, did you expect Hydra to use such an odd contraption? Jonathan said... We had seen it before the fight, but somewhat figured they were bluffing and would be trying to flip as well, which would give us an opening. We didn't realize you could win without using your weapon. The rotator slash beta fight happened afterwards chronologically. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. 
So, follow up on that, was your frustration from that fight what we really saw on TV? Jonathan said, real frustration was significantly higher than shown on TV. (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) Which is incredibly fair. Uh, Garrett added, yes, we were very disappointed and very frustrated. We try to be good sports, but we are also very competitive. (laughs) And so you should be, I feel. I feel like huge teams' competitive spirit is what makes it for me. Yeah. You know, they want to win, and I feel like huge is a bot that could win. I'm back in huge all the way, finals. Finals are going to be huge. They're your boy. Huge versus Rusty. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> somebody asked, how mad will you be if a team uses the bike rack against Huge this year? How would you handle that? Jonathan says, barely phased. Tune in next time to find out. So, they've got a plan. Oh, all right. Yeah, little thinking emoji as well. <laughs> somebody asked, how many blades do they have? Don said, we have five different blades, and Jonathan added, we used to have eight, but we got tired of carrying them around everywhere. That's pretty fair. Yeah, it makes sense. Probably five is enough, I'm sure. Do you ever plan on bringing something like Hue or a hammer weapon module? So, Hue is pretty much huge, but it's a big thwack bot. It just has a big hammer, sort of. It's like a, I don't know what it looks like. It kind of looks like a spade. I guess, like from a card. Yeah, right. And, uh, yeah, it's on the back, mounted in the middle where the spinner is, and it can just sort of thwack you Cool. on the head. Thwack is a good word. Yeah, thwack bots. Get amongst them. Uh, Don said... Don't get amongst them. They will thwack you. They will thwack you, right? (laughs) Don said probably wouldn't be able to go hue since it wouldn't be considered an active weapon. And I think people are just thinking, like, you know, that hue might be able to defeat that bike rack like you could just smash it but it's not an active weapon but what i do like is that jonathan added big period chainsaw period (laughs) 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 which makes me very excited because that is an absolute dream can you imagine huge with a giant chainsaw Cool. That is how you make a thwack bot with an active weapon. That is crazy. Is that not what extreme? Is, what? <laughs> and I've got a link here to Hugh, so I'll add that in the show notes if you want to take a look at Hugh. It's it's pretty humorous. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> that's the best thing I've heard today. That's pretty real, right? <laughs> All right, last questions here. Somebody asked, how is your day going? And Jonathan said, had pizza, so it could be a lot worse. (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) Most of the team was having pizza on this day. And uh, follow up on that was, what does each member like on their pizza? Also, big question, pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? I know. So Jonathan answered, no pineapple, yes meat. I mean, yeah, that's... Hold up. Don answered, pineapple bad. Pizza gets sausage slash pepperoni. Garrett answered, pineapple does not go on pizza, but Peter, Peter's saving me here. Been on a fig butter, fresh palm, goat cheese, and arug... I don't know how to say that one. Arugula? Yeah, arugula. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay, pizza kick lately. Which is a fine pizza, clearly a man of culture, and he says pineapple, yes. Okay, well, A, that's the craziest sounding pizza I've ever heard of. And B, pineapple absolutely goes on a pizza. It does. My pizza preference is literally just like a Hawaiian without the ham. Just pineapple cheese pizza You've sauce. You've offended many people saying this. Look, 
Email us bots, bots, bots podcast at gmail.com. Does pineapple go on a pizza? We will have a poll. Yeah, we will have a poll. Does pineapple go on pizza? I've got to agree. I love pineapple on pizza. People think, you know, fruit on a pizza? Weird. What about tomatoes? Tomatoes are a fruit, technically. Tomatoes are a fruit. And I'll tell you what, I'll go you one better. I like banana on a pizza. Now you've lost me completely. I've lost you, but and I've lost the whole audience. But I'll tell you what, somebody out there is going, yes, that's right. <laughs> banana on a pizza, actually excellent. No. Try it before you doubt. I find it so weird, though, because there's a bunch of Australians who don't like pineapple on pizza, but will eat pineapple on a burger. Yeah. That's- and I'm like... What is different? There's no difference. There is no difference. There's no difference. Maybe it's because it's fresh and they don't like it cooked. I don't know. But it's good to know that one person on Team Huge likes pineapple, although he does have the rest of the team to contend with. So it's crazy fancy pizzas. <laughs> yeah, he does eat crazy fancy pizzas. <laughs> good job, Peter. There was also a lot of sort of inside jokes that I didn't get. If you want to email us in about this, a lot of people were just saying gold team rules. Cool. And look, I'm just going to sure agree. Gold team rules. Uh, they seem very hyped up about that. And somebody also asked how many bees fit in huge. I think this is also an inside joke that I have no idea about. Please email me because I'm way out of the loop there. Yeah, and you're a huge fan. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. So I want to know what what's up with the bees. <laughs> how many bees did they say? Who is gold team? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was three. No, it was four. Sorry. It was four bees. Uh... Two on each side, so that one, if one goes to sleep, the other can co-pilot. Oh, yeah. Not- <laughs> the complicated answers. Um, final question. Any plans for future seasons? Jonathan said, big plans. Good. Huge. Huge. <laughs> Excellent. And that, that's all I got. Cool. Was that, was a pretty, that was a pretty good one. That yeah. One. Big chainsaw. I want to see it so bad. It's going to be amazing. All right. Tell you what, we are running out of time on this podcast. Yeah, let's really quickly go through this fight card. All right. Let's start at the beginning. Shatter versus Captain Shredderator. Who's going to win this, Deacon? I reckon Shatter's going to win this. Who do you reckon's going to win? I... I tell you what. Yeah. That's a tough one because Captain Shredder is going really good. This is This is a hard one for me to pick. I need you to pick. <laughs> I can't pick. This is so hard. No, you need to pick. Gut instinct. All right. My gut instinct says, yeah, Shatter's, Shatter can slow down Captain Shred. Although Captain Shred just can't be stopped now. But you have to remember Shatter's got that really good armor and they can bounce Captain Shredderator around the box. Yeah. I, th- I think Shatter will take this. Who do you want to win? Look, I want Shatter to win this. I want Shatter to win this as All well. All right. We're doubling down on Shatter. Next up, hijinks first, chomp. Whoa. Yeah, big, <laughs> big whoa. This is scary, right? Yeah. Um, what is going to happen? I honestly don't know. I mean, we're going to find out, is that armor bar on the skirt of chomp actually any good? No. The answer is no. <laughs> the answer is already no? Okay. Um, well, Bale Spear punctured it. The thing about hijinks that I have a worry for is that Chomp is going to have a really hard time hitting hijinks. And if they miss, are they going to be sending their weapon into a spinning blade? Yeah, this is a good point. All right. Who do you think is going to win? Hijinks. Yeah, I'm going to have to... Oh, but Chomp's just so big. <laughs> I mean, if they land a direct hit on the owl, then it could be all over, you know? Yeah. I'm th- going to go for Chomp. 
I'm going for Chon. Yeah, and I think... Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, I love hijinks. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, I'm going to... Trump's going to win, and I'm going for hijinks. All right. I think hijinks is going to win, and I'm going for Chomp. <laughs> so... All right, we got all our bases covered. <laughs> yeah, we've got all the bases covered. Good luck, both of you teams. Congratulations, hijinks, for the honour of destroying Chomp. <laughs> Possibly. Congratulations, Chomp. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, congratulations, Chomp, on existing. Yeah. You've truly inspired us all. Yes. All right. Claw Viper versus Gigabyte. Who's, who's going to win this, Tegan? What is going to happen? I, I think Claw Viper is going to be pretty good at pushing around Gigabyte, but I'm I'm going for Gigabyte in this one. I'm going for Gigabyte. I feel like Gigabyte's going to win it. Yeah? Yeah. i got a feeling deep in my tummy. I... Mm, yeah, look, I think Gigabyte's going to win it too. It's going to be a tough match. I If Claw Viper's magnetic base has the downforce... To not get them knocked away when they go in for the rush, then maybe they're in with a chance. We're just gonna have to see this one. Has Claw Viper lost? Who did Claw Viper lose against? I think they have lost. I can't remember who. <laughs> All right, let's carry on anyway. Yes. Oh, back. Witch Doctor's back. Have I they fixed their weapon problems? I really, truly, truly hope so. Well, they're gonna need to if they're gonna take on Slammo. He's got some armor. I literally was so close to saying Slam Mao again, and I had to stop myself. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it one day. <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, I feel like the production team's given Witch Doctor what they believe to be an easy win, but I feel like oh, Slam Mo, no. they are not giving them credit. I, I don't know if they have given them an easy win here. I feel like, yeah, Slam Mo is a contender and Witch Doctor is going to take this as a serious threat. Oh, no doubt in my mind. I'm just trying to pick the brains of... The selection committee. Well, you know, maybe Witch Doctor needs an impressive win, so beating Slam Mao would be an... Imp- oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, Slam Mao would be an impressive win. But Witch Doctor's got this in the bag and I'm going for them. Yeah, look, I've got to go for Witch Doctor. Old old True Blue. Well, no, they're not Australian. No, they're not. <laughs> old Greeny. <laughs> All <laughs> green and purple. Um, All right. And who do you think's going to win? Oh, I'm doubling down on which doctor. Yeah. Good luck, Craig. <laughs> yeah, good luck, Craig. <laughs> get get a suplex in. Please, just one. I, I would love to see it. <laughs> I think too. which doctor would too. Yeah, honestly. All right, we've got Groff versus Extinguisher. Poor Extinguisher. I mean, they they said they have an Extinguisher this year, so maybe they can actually put, maybe we'll see that. And they can actually put out Gruff's flames. Do you really think that we're going to see that? I think we might see it. I heard I heard it was there. I'm sure I heard it somewhere. And I think it's the perfect time to use it. All right. I hope they bring it because that would be so entertaining. And if they didn't bring it, then they're going to be very on fire. Yeah. And I... Oh, I, look, I just feel bad for him. But what an excellent matchup, Gruff versus Extinguisher. That's Here's my be question. Is Extinguisher going to bring their vertical spinner or their hammer? Vertical spinner. Do you think? Hammer, I don't... Oh, maybe hammer on top of those flame pods would be quite effective, though. Yeah, this is the thing. They may actually bring the hammer, I'm thinking. Then we're never going to see... Although, the is the hammer spinner. just completely destroyed? Yeah, this is... is... The, the other question. Yeah. 
So maybe they will bring that vertical spinner. We'll find out. Who do you think is going to win? Graf. Who are you going for? Graf. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and what do we got? Adam 94 versus Perfect Phoenix. Yep. Okay. So Adam 94 has had some reliability issues. Yes. Perfect Phoenix we saw in the last one that they had a couple of cracks in their frame. Yeah, they took some damage versus Scorpios for so- sure. I I'm curious to see how they're both going to perform. I think Perfect Phoenix is going to be fine. I think they will have repaired that damage. This is both of Ray Billings' protégés. Yeah, this is the Ray Billings' protégé fight where he, he picks a successor. Yeah, he's going to pick who he focuses on next season. <laughs> <laughs> me thinks it's going to be Tyler. Yeah, me thinks it's going to be Tyler too with Perfect Phoenix. I mean, Adam94 has a serious weapon. We just haven't seen that bot sort of tuned up and honed in yet. So, that might surprise us. We were both just sitting the same way. Did you notice that? Have you noticed that we're both sitting the exact same way? Yeah, it's our podcast pose. <laughs> it feels very like two men arguing at the pub about which football team is the best. That's basically what we're doing. <laughs> Tegan, look, I need you to focus. There are battle bots to argue about All here. All right, well, I'm going to go for Perfect Phoenix, and I think they've got it in the bag. Yeah, I... I'm looking forward to this fight, honestly. I hope Adam94 p- puts up a fight. Is but- Ray Billings going to run from one side of the Perspex to the other? To like, <laughs> He's just going to stand in the middle. <laughs> yeah, just be- All right, no, quick, do that. Oh, you and then you have to do this. Oh, okay, now I'll... Do- no, uh- I, think he's- I think he stays back. I don't think he's sort of an over-the-shoulder gamer. But um, I could so see him being an over... I, I he's a backseat driver, no doubt. <laughs> I have a feeling we'll see him in uh, Tyler's Square. We haven't really seen him behind Adam94. I mean, that's a good point. They've got a whole team of men. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I really... I've been enjoying Adam94. I want to see them work. At the same time, I'm really loving Perfect Phoenix. It's such a simple-looking bot, and I just kind of like that, actually. No, I do love a simple bot. It's it kinda... makes me feel like I could build it. Yeah. <laughs> You could just get a drill, you know, and a cardboard box, and you'd pretty much have it. (laughs) Yeah. Look, you've just summed it up. All right. The main event, though. We all saw it coming. Yeah, it was pretty telegraphed. In fact, I think it was even in the episode description. They asked for it. They asked for it. Black Dragon versus Copperhead. Copperhead got what they asked for. Yeah. Let's see if they can, like, keep up with their own reputation. Are they going to regret it? Part of me feels like yes. Yeah, I would not be wanting to fight Black Dragon this year. They're looking so fierce. I agree. The only time that they've like kind of underperformed was that Kraken match, but even then they won. I think this match is really going to come down to the driving, and if I had to pick the better driver, I would say Black Dragon. I agree. They really know how to scafe around. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but we can't forget Copperhead's weapon is hectic. Yeah, it's it's a big hit. Like, we don't want to see them... I think Black Dragon will be really carefully picking their hits here. Yeah, two very similar in design kind of bots. It can be very hard to when you're trying to drive onto the flank of your opponent and, and you're driving around the, the outside. Well, if they're driving around as well... That's not so bad. Maybe you get an opportunity, but if they're just sitting in the middle and sort of spun up with their weapon and pointing it towards you, it can be really hard to get around. Yeah. No, you're right there. (sighs) Look, I don't know who to pick. I feel like they're both evenly matched, but in different ways. 
You know what I've been missing lately from the show? What have you been missing? I've been missing the statistics that they do between each match. They did it lots last season. Yeah, they did. And they haven't been doing it as much. And I would really love it if we had that before every fight, if that was just a staple. Yeah, no, because last season I feel like it was. And I'll tell you what they need to add to it. They have, like, drive power, weapon power. Weapon length. Yeah, reach, yeah, all kinds reach of stats. Though. What they need to add to it, on a like, completely unapologetically, is cost. I because agree. wouldn't it be great to see how much Lockjaw cost versus how much Jackpot cost? <laughs> because they did put those stats up for that fight. But I thought, you know, that would be a funny stat to add on. I agree. I feel like it would, like, change people's perception of certain bots. Yeah, it would be good to know, you know, because some bots might not have as expensive components, and is that a factor? It doesn't seem to be. Well, Jackpot (laughs) is proving yet otherwise, absolutely. Yeah, it is a true Disney story. But I truly miss having all of those between each robot, because I feel like I got to know each robot better throughout the season. Yeah, for sure. So now I'm kind of just like, I don't know what speed Black Dragon goes at, I don't know what the... um. Sorry, my cat's scratching at the door. I'm just going to let him in. So, yeah, I don't know. Because they both seem like such similar bots to me, but at the same time, they're probably completely different. So I'm a, I'm a bit stumped at what to do. Look, I I think Copperhead has the scarier weapon. I think Black Dragon has the better driving. It's a little bit of a toss-up, but I'm going to bet on Black Dragon. I think the experience is going to take them over the line. I want black dragon to win but i think copperhead's gonna win all right well i want black dragon to win and i think that they will all right cool well we did it we did it we made it through this episode we did it we made it through this episode <laughs> look at us go um you can email us at bots 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 podcast at gmail.com Follow us on Instagram at botsbotsbots.podcast. Talk to us there as well. If we ask you to email us something, you can honestly just jump in our DMs on Instagram because we're there all the time. We have phones attached to our hands. (laughs) Yeah, you can message us on Facebook. And if you like the podcast, please leave a review. It really helps us. Tell a friend. Get someone that you know into the wonderful world of combat robotics. I mean, honestly, this year, I feel like we've gotten a significant amount of our friends into robots. We certainly have. On a personal note, I think I've got at least 20 people into BattleBots. Yeah. I and Are you taking claim over all of them? No, look, I think it's a shared score. <laughs> yeah, good. Because I was like, I feel like there are a lot of my friends as well. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, we have a lot of the same friends. It's weird, isn't it? It is weird. <laughs> But we'll see you Saturday, probably. Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. We're going to watch tomorrow's episode. I'm very excited. It's going to be good, I think. It's going to be a good one. There's bound to be some fire. Is this going to be the last or the second last fight night? I mean, we haven't seen Deadlift once. I would love to see Deadlift. So, I'm hoping there's one more qualifying round. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at all of the scores, but... Let's cross our fingers. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, we'll see you next time on Bots, Bots, Bots. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye.